It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dumb's Hit Music Station F104. Louise with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined by the senior space editor with Ars Technica, Eric Berger. Hello. How are you? I'm great, Louise. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining me all the way from Houston. Yeah, Houston, Texas, uh, home of the human spaceflight. Yes, amazing. And actually, I'm quite surprised because here, obviously, we all know Richard Branson went to space on Sunday, but we didn't get much like information about it here. So what exactly happened on Sunday? Right. So after 17 years and several test flights, his company, Virgin Galactic, finally said it was ready to fly Mm -hmm. uh, Sir Richard into space. (laughs) And so in New Mexico, in the middle of the desert, uh, he he took off in an airplane, uh, was carrying his spacecraft, and he and three employees of his company uh, took off, flew for about 50 minutes, then were dropped from the airplane in their spacecraft, and it it lit its rocket engine for one minute. Um, And they went up to about 85 kilometers and floated around for a few minutes and then came down and landed on the runway where they took off from. Um, and so he did really go to space and it was, you know, he had invested in this company for 17 years. And so it was a big moment for, for him. It's so impressive how far we've come, isn't it? From having to have these big, almost rockets to go to space to now somebody who can just take off and, and fly into space. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's taken a long time, but mm-hmm. we are certainly at a very important moment um, in, in this era. It's, it really is the opening of, of private spaceflight. Mm-hmm. One way to think about it is up until now, you know, more than 95% of all people who've gone into space have done so on like the space shuttle mm-hmm. and the Russian Soyuz vehicle, all these government vehicles. You know, going forward, probably 95% of the people who go into space will do so on private spacecraft, like what uh, Branson flew on. And I saw the photos. It looked really fun. Like they look like they're having a great time. Absolutely. You know, with him, you get you get a party wherever you go. So they were they had a great time to make up back for sure. And obviously Jeff Bezos as well. That was in the press that obviously he there was like this big rivalry race to get to space first. Was that actually legit or was it like were they ever really competing? Oh, they, that's absolutely legitimate. They okay. have been competing for years now. They're, they're really different launch systems. Uh, Branson's is much more like an aircraft, and Bezos is much more like a traditional rocket. But a few months ago, Jeff Bezos announced he was going to space on July 20th, mm-hmm. which is the anniversary of the Apollo moon landing, and so it was kind of a historic date, and that's why he picked it. And, and Branson had been planning to fly later this summer, early fall, and after Virgin Galactic heard about that, they moved up their flight oh, for Branson so he could beat Bezos <laughs> by nine days. Uh, stop, because then he came out and said it wasn't a race. 
We weren't racing them. <laughs> Don't believe that. That's not true. <laughs> oh, stop it. It's so funny, the rivalry of these things. Because obviously, getting to space is pretty cool. No matter when you go, whether you're before or after somebody else, being able to do it, and quite so easily as well, is, is a cool opportunity, really, isn't it? Well, the nice thing about suborbital space tourism is it is still risky. I mean, you're still strapping yourself True. at the end of the day to a rocket. Um, but you don't have to train for months like you do if you're going to the International Space Station. You know, you, it's really like a, a day or two, and it's basically on what to do if you don't feel well, like you're nauseous mm-hmm. um, in microgravity, or make sure you strap yourself back in before, the, before you come back to Earth. Jeez. But it's, it's not like, you know, it's not like a, a traditional space flight where you really have to be highly trained. And we do have, as human beings, we have such an interest in space and everything of the unknown, as you'd say, and all that. And all this just feeds into that, doesn't it? Like, we'd all rush at a chance to hop into one of those, I think. At least I would. Yeah, I think, you know, the, the public is mixed. Some people don't want to take a risk, but there's this huge hunger mm. for this kind, of, this kind of adventure. And I think we're going to see that now that after years and years and years of saying this is coming, this is coming, it's really finally here. We will have two different ways for these suborbital space trips. And so I think we're finally going to test that question of, of how popular is this and how much would people be willing to pay? Because it still mm-hmm. is, you know, very expensive, hundreds of thousands of, of pounds. And obviously in 2008, Elon Musk went to space with SpaceX. Why has that remained quite so quiet and how come now it's such a, a big deal? So SpaceX is is. is different from Virgin Galactic and Bezos because they're they're in orbital space flight. And actually, mm-hmm. the timing is coincidental, but they are launching the first all-private orbital mission uh, mm-hmm. in September. It's called Inspiration 4. Four people, none of them astronauts, are going to go up on a Crew Dragon spacecraft, um, go around the Earth for several days, and then come back to Earth. Um, and that's really significant because orbital space flight requires a lot more energy than mm-hmm. suborbital. And you go up there, and, and you don't you, know, you have to burn your engines to come back so so it's all of this is really happening at this this time and so it's just an important moment it really is what does it mean i suppose for space travel it, it means that we are you know at an era where you know people unlike any time in our history can really buy a ticket and go to mm-hmm. space and if there are interesting things to do economically or from a space tourism you know standpoint you can actually now test those out, whereas before it, it just wasn't possible. The only people exploring or sending humans to space were NASA, Russia, and, and China. Tell me about the book you've written, because you did write one on Elon Musk, didn't you? I did. I wrote about the origins of SpaceX, which has really become the most transformative space company um, um, you know, on the planet today with their reusable rockets. And you know, they're building this huge Internet constellation of satellites from space. Uh, they have the world's largest rocket, and, and now, of course, they're flying humans into space. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to understand why they had succeeded, so I wrote a book about the origins of SpaceX. I spent a lot of time with Elon and all of the early employees. And boy, they went through some really difficult days before they started to have success. How interesting that must have been, though, to be even surrounded by a brain like that. Um, he, is, he is very smart and, yeah. and quite intimidating, yes. <laughs> Did you learn anything that you didn't know before, probably? Yeah, you know, what I learned is that he really was in there making the hard engineering decisions. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like he was this rich person who came in and had some good ideas. He was like in there 
with their top engineers making the difficult calls. You know, he hired the first 3,000 engineers at SpaceX personally. So like, he mm. really invested a lot of time into that company. So it's, it's his success genuinely. Yeah, he knew that the idea was good and he put his money behind it, basically. His money and his time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is amazing. Tell me, what do you think is the future of space and maybe space travel? Well, it's difficult to say, but it, it's increasingly becoming a place where we do economic activity. Mm-hmm. You know, we have all these um, imaging satellites from that that we're you know we can see around the planet. We're doing increasingly communications. Um, we're likely to get our internet from space within the next you know ten to fifteen years, and then and then we'll see you know how much economic potential there is. But but the big change, and this again has been really driven by SpaceX is that the cost of getting to space is coming down. Mm-hmm. And so the cost less to put satellites and people into space, then it becomes more economically viable to do interesting things. And so we're really entering a new era of, of commercial spaceflight. And it's not clear where we're going, but certainly things are going to change a great deal. Oh, it's going to be interesting just to watch the whole thing unfold, for sure. Absolutely. I look forward to it. <laughs> Eric, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to me. My pleasure, Louise. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.